Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Uva Ball Raw USA. I'm Gary Otto. We're here with Dr. Uva Ball. Yeah. And before I can talk, I have to take that phone call from my wife. Hello. You go to the secretary, go to the class in the gym. Uh, when you go to his classroom, you don't go. Yeah, ask the ask the people that. So you turn, you go back down, and then across there's the across the hall is the on the other side of the building is the secretary. <clears throat> so if you're at the classroom and you turn now not down the stairs, you just turn left. Yeah, and then you go downstairs. There is the secretary. I'm in the podcast with Gary, so I, I know, but uh, you have to. Yeah, yeah. That is when Walter is missing at school. So. He's missing. No, no. She was supposed to pick him up, and his backpack is there. But uh, then. Uh, he was not there, but I know him. He's always like hiding around and stuff like this. Huh. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's just no, like yeah. his dad, huh? Yeah, they will, they will, uh, uh, they will find him. <laughs> but in other news, we got some good news for everybody out there, all the ball fans out there. It sounds like Uva Ball has a movie. Am I right? Uh. Yeah, so we uh, it's too early to really uh, give a lot of things away. So, but of course, in Uber Ball Raw, we will uh, uh, have first the news. But the fact is, I will shoot a police film in New York. That is what we can say uh, in March. So we worked a long time on the 12 hours in South Africa. Couldn't get a star attached. Uh, and uh, so, but... Um, but shooting in New York, that's great. That's awesome. Yes. I mean, you know, like that is the thing. You you can shoot in the third world, uh, basically. Uh, and uh, there you get like way uh, lower rates and stuff like this, right? Okay. Yeah. So, and uh, but uh, the problem is, as we saw, to get actors. You know, yeah. now when you want to shoot something in New York, I did a casting call and I got like 800 submissions, right? So, and then you, you get submissions from people, you know, like people uh, you see in, in supporting parts, all the TV shows. And so you get solid cast for every, for every role. And also like they don't ask for more as basically scale, right? So the base payment because they can work from home and just you know you pick them up in brooklyn and you shoot in brooklyn so uh that is all you know that you have to evaluate when you shoot a film uh do i shoot the film somewhere where everything else is super cheap but i have to super overpay the actors to go there or should i somewhere where the actors are willing to to take a real big pay cut and and still work with you you know because it's right in front of their house yeah and i think uh uh that is the thing where where uh, where i have a good feeling about it you know so uh how we... well that's great news that's wonderful news 
Yeah, I mean, you know what? It was very frustrating the last two and a half years to get things going in Germany and then not really getting them going. And, you know, and then going with some, uh, uh, with some ideas for international shows, but also nothing happened in regards of whatever a streamer pays your bills. Yeah. You know? And now I have to bring me in a, in a position that I, Hanau, the German film was not really a comeback because it's just German. And so now I have to bring me in a position to make a good solid film uh, where the people say, wow, that was really good, a good cast, similar to Saul and Wall Street. As a, it's not a similar story, but. Uh, oh, yeah. But, you know, that, that kind of solid storytelling with good actors, the drama works, the action works. And uh, if I do this, maybe then it gets easier to land some more money also from studios or whatsoever. So I will basically self-finance uh, that film. And I think it's worth the risk. Uh, and I have I work with Ari Taub. I, I did with Ari Taub like 20 years ago. I did uh, advertising spots with him. So Hit and Run Productions in Brooklyn. And... Um, then Alone in the Dark 2, the New York shoot, I was only the producer, was done with him, and Southern Wall Street, the New York shoot, was done with him. He's a very good line producer there. He has equipment, he has costumes, he has like cars and, and you know, stuff like this. So it's definitely a good thing. So, yeah, but more about the story and about all the cast and so on when we have it, you know. So, yes, I think in the, in the next or the episode after. Uh, we definitely, um, I think, have more more infos about everything. But we have a lot of applications and do a lot of casting. Um, and as a result of today, I cannot talk forever because yesterday also I was like basically four and a half hours in Zoom calls with possible crew members. And today we continue this in 30 minutes. Uh, we continue all that Zoom calls with more crew members. And uh, we cannot hire people. I I didn't talk to you know so we need to i need to talk to them to see uh are they fitting to the way i work okay so, yeah. yeah well so, let's let's yeah. go on to the news how huh? what about um what uh biden they found more uh... i i mean i i know i know they find now in every single pocket the material from him from the like classified material that makes him look very bad uh you know like where you feel like why is that you know it's kind of like disturbing um who knows maybe they should do a house search at obama's house too and bill clinton <laughs> you know if biden, I mean, if biden has all that shit maybe they have something too but they're gonna they're gonna do it to george w bush too no he's too old now nobody gives a shit so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I mean, it's almost laughable. It's so absurd in a way, but uh, it looks like it was like every president or whatever. They felt like, okay, you know what? I can, I can just take the stuff home and then they forget to bring it back. Or they uh, just didn't felt guilty taking everything home. So uh, I really don't know. But who gives a shit? I mean, to be honest, I don't think that really will do a big difference. You know, so uh, in, a, in a way, 
the difference in regards of uh, oh, these are all valuable information for the whatever the Russian KGB. Uh, I don't think they really hurt the country taking the shit home because nobody gives a shit. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure that that uh, I, Trump had wanted to hold on to his as if he owned it. So there's a big difference, I think, there between Biden and Trump, regardless of what exactly was found. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah. and then we had another shooting. I watched the video today. We had the guy unarmed, the shooter. Did you saw that? Like I didn't watch the video, no. No, it's on Twitter. So they had a wrestling match about the gun. And then the, the shooter lost and just walked out. And that was the end of the Amok run from the guy. Uh, but it was kind of absurd in a way, but the, the video, because it was like a, it was not a harsh fight, let's say it this way. It was just a struggle. Who holds the gun tighter, like a rifle. And then the winner had it. And instead of shooting him in the leg and keeping him, he just let him walk out and escape. So I don't know. But he maybe did the right thing in just letting him walk. Uh, because otherwise he would get charged. Let's say you stop an Amok run guy, you unarm him, and then you shoot him. I bet they charge you for murder or manslaughter. Yeah. Because he was then the Amok runner, like, you know, the, the guy, the shooter was then unarmed, and boom, he's the victim. So it would be not surprising for me. Yeah, one of my uncles actually was working at some, like, store when he was younger, and a guy came in with a shotgun and was going to, he was robbing the place and he tried to stop him. And the guy, I guess they were in a wrestling match over the shotgun and he lost and he got blasted away. He got killed. Oh, but shit. yeah, so it just goes to show you, you, you got to be really careful. Don't try and be a hero like it's the movies because it's not always going to turn out. A lot of people think that they're like a fucking action hero with a gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey. So yeah, people you have to be, be, be careful. You, you want to only if he doesn't have the chance before. You know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter how yeah, so powerful the, the gun you have is. Oh yeah, yeah. What? We had the Razzies, huh? Yep. So the Razzies were all like nominated. Uh, I think a lot of uh, films I actually never saw. So uh, I cannot really like the blonde film from Netflix, Blonde or Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. They were all nominated for the Razzies. Oh God. Yeah, and, and like really shitty films. But I, but I have to say, I didn't really watch them. Also, Jared Leto is nominated for that. There was a strange... But the Oscar nominations came in. So, performance by an actor for a leading role. Elvis, Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Lemon, Brandon Fraser in The Whale, where he plays that really fat guy. Paul Mescal in After Sun and Bill Knight in Living. And then we have... Um, Actress Kate Blanche. It's unbelievable. What? In Blonde about Marilyn Monroe. Also got the. But she got also. Huh. And the racing nomination for the worst actress ever. Uh, uh, that is interesting that they did both. 
and then we have and Pinocchio actually got no Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio got also best animated feature in the year. Uh, and uh, the positive. Well, yeah, we have one good Pinocchio. We have one really shitty Pinocchio. Yeah. Then we. The Banshees of Inishin everything everywhere all at once. The Fable Man's about the past from Steven Spielberg. Ta is that. The conductor, the music director, and Triangle of Sadness, and best of uh, let's see here, best international feature, one German film, All Quiet on the Western Front from Netflix is on it. Argentina '85, Close EO, and The Quiet Girl, and then we have best motion picture of the year, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Banshees of Inishin, Elvis. Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Woman Talking. Never Top Gun got talking. nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> yeah, and Avatar also. And, well, Avatar uh, I could see a little more. Top Gun was a good movie, but I don't think it's the best movie of the year, you know. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we all know. Yeah, we all know that the Oscars don't have the big value anymore. Yeah. You know, it's not like automatically you have an Oscar. I know everybody runs into your, into your uh, show. I, I'm, I'm watching right now the, the Yellowstone uh, with Kevin Costner, the TV series. Yeah. Uh, and I really like it. So okay. uh, it's, a, it's a good show. Very hard, brutal, he plays that rancher guy, the Dutton family, basically. And they actually kill people. So, uh, you know, like normally they would be totally in jail for, for killing people. But uh, looks like they, in Montana you can kill people and uh, you get away with it as long as you donate a lot of money to the law enforcement or something. <laughs> huh. you know, it's ridiculous, but uh, no, yeah, uh, it's a good TV show, def- definitely. And uh, yeah, yeah, so, check it out. Yeah, so then we had a huge meeting about the Ukraine war, where now all of Europe is. Uh, oh, you got a phone call. Yeah, I know. Oh, God, uh, oh, God. Uh, yeah, I've been schon here in the Zoom calls. Soll ich dich morgen früh mal anrufen? Ja, ich rufe dich zurück, wenn ich mal nicht jetzt gleich in Zoom komme. Alles klar. Ja, tschö. Ja, alles klar. Tschö. Ja. Hier, I'm sorry about all the messy. Oh, it's nothing. People like it when it's more real, you know? And this is pretty real. You can't get any more uncensored than this. <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> it's like, it's a little chaotic, the whole situation. Uh, um, you know, like, uh, I don't really, I work from home and being like, you know, father, husband, Germany, very busy here. And then at the same time, prepping a film in New York and uh, having other things on the go. Uh, 
it's like double tasking the whole day, you know, like doing one thing, but then you still have to be available for all kinds of crap. And uh, yeah, I don't know what to say, but it's, it's not so easy uh, to, to you're, handle. You're like a robot. Yeah, you know, but I'm also like, you know, it's like I'm very, very excited about the New York thing. It's a long time where I was uh, just the, the server for the family. Yeah. Uh, where you have like, uh, you go in a rhythm and then you, you basically handle uh, kids. They are in Canada. You have my Walter is here. And we have to do now two dogs because Natalie brought the, the other uh, dog from um, Vancouver from the grandma who cannot handle the, the little dog anymore. So now we have two dogs here. And at the same time, I'm, of course, applying for uh, like getting getting productions going or, uh, you know, working on casting, working on getting an agent. I talked to CIA last week, you know, like I it could really help me not getting jobs necessarily, but could help me getting actors. Yeah. And getting on package films and selling films. All the agencies are now very big in selling films also, you know, and that could help me uh, with the New York film, but also in the long run with all kinds of other films. So I want to play a little more the Hollywood system, what I never did before, uh, you know, uh, and, and uh, uh, this is great necessary. news. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it's, it's, it's necessary, uh, uh, you know, and uh, I'm very excited. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, yeah. About, but any other stuff is like the back burner. I mean, in Germany and a lot of generals and everything, they say like uh, Ukraine will never win the war against Russia. I think we both say that since like a year. And uh, it, it sinks more and more in that um, Russia didn't activate it so far 80% of the firepower and people and equipment and tanks and airplanes, I mean, they're really fighting the Ukraine with 20% of what they have. And now the Ukraine gets un, like unlimited access to more and more weapons uh, from the West. Uh, what will help them, but it will not make them win the war. Yeah. You know, it, 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 will, it will only drag out the war so we have an endless war and, uh, um, you know, and um, right now, the big debate is about tanks is yeah. are is Germany going to supply tanks to the Ukraine? Yeah. And, and uh, we did the Marder tank, what is more like a defense tank. Right. But now they want the, the Leopard the Leopard tanks who are very uh, much. Uh, attack tanks so now they want this and I mean uh, the status quo is all the media all the politics of most all parties think Ukraine should win the war will win the war and they want to give everything to the Ukraine that they win the war I, I think it's a deadly mistake Yeah, and I, and I think that will backfire and uh, Last week, I watched a, a, a NATO general doing like 
mindset also like we have to be very realistic uh, if the Ukraine gets all the weapons to attack the Krim the big harbor of the Russian troops right so the, the only access to the black ocean they have the uh, Schwarzmeer um, the Krim is in Russian hands since 1901 like a hundred 20 years it was always russian always okay and uh they did even two real votings and there are 80% russians living on the krim and only 20% ukrainians and zelensky and everybody says we throw russia out of the uh, out of the ukraine and we will get the krim back so if they attack the krim i think uh putin is forced to throw a nuclear bomb on kiev Yeah, I hope not. You know, no, but I, but he will. I mean, that is the thing. Even even JFK this week, some guys posted like a JFK said after the Cuba, cannot bring another nuclear power so much into the defense that they have only two options: to totally lose and look like the total losers, or to throw nuclear bombs. We should never put a, a nuclear power into that choice yeah you know because that is also what we both say the whole time right we cannot have uh putin retreating from ukraine telling to the russian people we lost there are hundred thousand russian soldiers dead or more at that point or two hundred thousand russian soldiers to parents from that soldiers so uh, but we we lost ukraine is better the nato is better they're all more powerful and shame on me that will never happen yeah i mean that's just a completely illusion but that is what they think will happen they think the russians will retreat and lick their wounds and why why they can think this if somebody still has the nuclear power to just win the war against ukraine in like throwing like tactical nuclear bombs who just pulverize 10 kilometers only but putin has to know that if he does set off a nuclear attack that it's going to trigger off world war three for sure the west is not going to just not respond to that but what's what we want right that we all want to die on the ukraine Because of the Ukraine, we want to trigger 3,000 nuclear bombs like flying back and forth. Or what? I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I can't, I can't comment on the logic, but no, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, what, what the logic is, the logic would be that we, uh, we negotiate peace. Yeah. You know? So that we negotiate with Russia And we tell the Ukraine that is the best we can do, but we cannot trigger death for all of us. Yeah, over this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so it's 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 insane. No, yeah, I know. It's just like uh, very uh, uh, disappointing. That, that we're living in that in the this is even the same you know yeah. where people 
uh, uh, that, that people actually fighting against each other. Think about that, how absurd that is. Like that you have a full-on war with shooting tanks back and forth in times like today, where you think like, how can it even come to that point? Uh, yeah, that we're so civilized. Yeah, you know, where you think like, I mean, to be honest, like I think in the US or also in Germany, most of the people would be not uh, 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 would be not uh, fighting. I mean, I'm not fighting for Germany. I would be not in the trenches fighting Russians if they ruled India. I would like be Canada before that even happens. You know, I I cannot even imagine that the younger generation is even willing to do this. I I think they're totally not. You know. Well, let's hope that you guys aren't put into that situation. Would you fight for America? Me? Yeah. Uh, I'm probably the only one in my family that did not sign up for the military. Everybody else did except for me and my sister. So I guess the answer to that is I I would not, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, definitely not. I mean, of course, everybody would fight if somebody's right in front of you uh, and you have a gun, you would defend yourself, right? So, or, or whatever, or the tank in your house and just think, oh, and one of my cousins got killed in like a really screwed up way. One of my cousins was in training and he got killed with friendly fire during training. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that is so bad. Yeah. yeah, he didn't even get to see the battlefield, but the rest of them did. They went to Afghanistan and all that crap. So they loved it. You know, they're all big military, whoa, whatever. Yeah, and then they're coming back, and then they're like, "Fuck, we have, we have uh, uh, PSD." Yes. Every single war film shows how sensitive it was. Well, senseless it was senseless it was to go to Vietnam, senseless to go to Afghanistan, senseless to go to Iraq, and they're all getting like in even in films or whatever documentaries, they're all completely fucked up. They don't function anymore. And 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 right. Like, yeah, that's like, nobody true. Learns, nobody learns, right? Nobody has okay. So you know, you know how to stop that and not doing it anymore. Like, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, I didn't think it was worth it. I didn't think it was worth to put my health. And my like mental health on the line for United States of America, you know, like they've got enough um, people who are brainwashed by thinking Call of Duty is real. They've got enough of those people in the military. They can have them, you know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, I need we need the courage to say no, and the courage to say also no to a guy like Putin and say, look, you know what. Uh, like it's not the territory uh, you take. Territory is worthless. You know, if you cannot be somewhere as we saw in Afghanistan or anywhere where you don't have the people on your side, it's senseless. The occupation of countries is senseless. You know, I mean, look, look, look in a negative way to Afghanistan, 20 years of occupation from NATO troops. Everybody on paper was free. Women were free to be now TikTok influencers. But did it really change something? No, because the population was not ready. And look at us so, now. Look at them now. Yeah, exactly. Now it's full on Taliban regime. Women have to be Boka and nobody can go to school anymore. So, but where's the bigger revolution against the Taliban? Nowhere. Because the people prefer it.
Sharia law there because they are an old-fashioned Islamic state. And the NATO troops, they did only basically freed the 5% of the population who wanted to live like the West. You know, the same with, with uh, Iran. I mean, yeah, in Iran, a lot of people, they want to get rid of the regime. It's ridiculous what the regime in Iran is doing. They kill people and execute people now daily who were at the dem demonstrations against them, you know. But in the very, very end, uh, that kind of countries only change if the majority in that countries, uh, um, you know, in the majority, uh, majority in that countries is fed up. Yeah. They have to all stand up at once. Yeah. Yeah. You know. No. That is that is what it is. It's it's very absurd. I hope that this year different. And I mean last weekend because we have to almost finish again, but um so I read Madonna on tour charges six hundred to three thousand bucks per ticket. And people She's not the only one. Dude, I spent $600 on Depeche Mode tickets, man. Unbelievable. I know, and that's how much the fucking... It wasn't even that great of tickets. So I think it's not the artist. I think it's Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster yeah. is fucking us, dude. Because, like, what happened was day one, they had, like, these fan club pre-sales. The tickets were 300 bucks. Then, when the tickets go on sale to the public, one day later... They, they, they doubled it. So it was $600. Who the fuck? What happened? That's bullshit. They're just getting greedy. They're saying, okay, this is a popular show. People are willing to pay. Let's take them for all that they're worth. It's bullshit. No, you know what? Also, uh, uh, I had the same. I went to, uh, to um, Zigor Ross. This, the, the Swedish whatever band, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so totally absurd also. Like, uh, How much? No, no. I I went on, and there were only the ticket was like hundred thirty bucks. I mean, they're not like Taylor Swift, right? So okay, thank God. hundred thirty bucks. Uh, I felt like uh, okay, so hundred thirty bucks. So I bought two tickets, two hundred sixty bucks, Natalie and me. And then I got the ticket, and it was 56 bucks written on the ticket. So I, I contacted them, and you know what that is now? It's as you said, that are the ticket, the tickets getting sold to somebody else, like a big company buys all the tickets and doubles the price. Yeah. You know, and like the Zigo Ross guys, they're getting their cut out of the 56 bucks. And so, but the other ones, because they're big, big agencies. They just take all the money, and yeah. I think that is ab absolutely insane that that is that is that that is allowed. You cannot get the original tickets basically anymore, and I think that is really really bad. You know, I mean, I'm very mad about it. It's happening with like every major act, not just Madonna. People are just noticing it now because it's Madonna, but something needs to change because this is out of fucking control. As somebody who goes to concerts still, I'm I'm really at I'm I'm at an end because yeah. a couple of years ago I'd be like, oh, two hundred bucks, that's so much money. Now, like the norm is five hundred or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's really it's it's absolutely 
ridiculous and not okay. I'm very mad about it. Now, yeah. So we have to wrap it up. Unfortunately, now, guys, because I have to start now. New York wakes up in a way, right? So and now I have to go and crew interviews and interview like production designers, art directors, and 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 to get it done. All right. So everybody, follow us on Twitter. I'm Gary Otto Zero. That is Uva Ball Seven, and we will see you next time on Uva Ball Raw USA. Absolutely. Okay, bye. Bye Bye-bye.